everyone! Welcome to We Should Play. This is a show where we get together and break down our different experiences with the same game, and today we're discussing the conclusion of A Plague Tale Innocence. This is it. We're done with the game. Let's talk about it. You can rest your head now, weary travelers. We have reached the end game. But I might advise you, don't get too comfortable, because there might be a few more surprises left for our heroes in our journey. Alright, but be careful. We kick off the game's conclusion with chapter 13, Penance. Hugo is missing and Amicia runs through the town to find him, and the player soon realizes that this is actually a nightmare sequence, this isn't really happening. But it does end in Hugo getting kidnapped by Lord Nicholas and Amicia drowning in rats, which is absolutely terrifying. This is like her subconscious, and I think there's even a line where she said, like, Hugo, stop running, like, I did this all for you, and, like, while she's crawling over dead bodies. That's so true. Do you think, like, it's almost like, if I can't find you and save you, then all these people I killed, and all the libraries I burned, and everything I did, it was for nothing. And I think there's, like, that desperation there. Um, I felt bad for her. Yeah, because even last episode, we were talking about the guilt sinking in a little bit, like, after the library burns down. And I think maybe it just hit her. Hugo is missing, and she has this horrific dream about drowning in rats and climbing over dead bodies because this is literally what she's lived through now for for Hugo. Yeah, I, I feel like it's also Hugo's the last remaining piece of her family. I think if she feels like she loses Hugo on top of that, she has nothing left in this world. And I think the importance that her mom put on Hugo kind of, in a way, she's bearing that cross as well. So for Hugo being gone, I think that's just... Amicia's world, that's it. It's come to an end. It's like game over. Like, even mm -hmm. when she wakes up that chapter, like, Lucas is like, did you dream of Hugo again? It's like, yep. So it's basically kind of every day. Like, her life has just stopped with her little brother gone now. Get out of my way! Let me through! Chapter 14, Blood Ties. There was some truth to Amicia's nightmare from the last chapter. Hugo was, in fact, taken by the Inquisition. And in Chapter 14, Blood Ties, we actually get to play as the defenseless Hugo. Our main objective is to find his mom Beatrice by sneaking through the castle and locating the prison chambers where she's been kept the whole game. We free Beatrice, but then we get captured by Vitalis again, who forces Hugo to use his rat powers to protect himself and his mother from waves of guards. So it kind of like ends in this like mini battle, like this mini boss battle against guards, right? Yeah, because this is the chapter that introduces Hugo and his disease and what actually is happening with him. But let's back up a little bit, yeah. finding Beatrice. This is the first time we play as Hugo, mm -hmm. which is, I don't know, we've been making fun of Hugo this whole time and now I feel bad because he's so no. small. No, 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 don't feel <laughs> bad, don't feel bad. Honestly, and I, I would like to point out that I told you that Hugo was gonna go up and like straight up just turn himself into the Inquisition. Dumb little brain, like he's like, sure, this is the best way to do this. So we start the chapter with him already captured. I remember you saying, Hugo's gonna say like, I want my mommy and oh my run God. to the Inquisition. And that's exactly what happened. Literally, he just, this dumb little kid just walks up and puts his hand in the guard's hand. And he's like, can you take me to my mommy? And he's like, sure kid. <laughs> like, thanks. This whole chapter we're seeing this kid just walk through people being tortured, just like past prisoners and chambers. There's even a part where I think there's a, a prisoner uh, on the same floor where Beatrice is, and he's like, hey, help me, please. And the kids, and Hugo's just like, I'm just going to find my mommy. Goodbye. <laughs> I think the guy was like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> he's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> 
The kid's a bit of a psychopath. I have to say, his blank emotionless face kind of scares me at times. I know they're trying to make him look cute, but he's he's a little psycho, isn't he? You told me. My words are of no importance. Once we like free Beatrice from her cell though, she teaches Hugo how to control the rats and like like force move them. <laughs> yeah. I do have a complaint about the section though. It does get fixed in later chapters, but when you're learning how to control the rats, you can still get killed by the rats. Yes. Like if I, you I bring agree. them too close to you, you still die. Well, Nina, he's still learning how to control the <laughs> no, rats. No, he should know. He's he just was the chosen one. Yeah, it took him literally a month to master that ability, okay? <laughs> and to make them pop off like geysers. Yeah, I, I, I love being able to control the rats. And I think it's so cool that the game kind of, since the very beginning, whenever Hugo's getting this headache, you hear these discordant, like, strings, like, the, just the violent strings get all, like, scratchy and bad. And then you kind of, and then they just kind of calm down. But now, finally, when he learns how to control the rats, they turn into this like really nice, majestic melody. Like everything's starting to harmonize. Like he's fighting, you know. They're symbolizing like he's no longer fighting with it. He's embracing his power. Um, you know, it's it's great. They kind of like peppered in these little things that, even though you don't know why it feels so good and like like it all comes together, it it just yeah. does. You know, I think the music's played a huge role in the game, even though we haven't talked about it. Yeah, and I think. Sue brought up on an episode that she predicted that Hugo controls the rats. That was brought up as a prediction that he's been like in charge of the rats the whole time. And I love in this chapter, they like have little hints to the fact that he does because there's a moment where he says like about the white rats. He's like, how come I can't hear you? Oh my God, you're so right. That's so true. Also you have his headaches like while you're playing as him is like the first time, I mean, I was jump scared by the headaches because they would just like pop out of nowhere and he'd have like this distorted vision. Um, so that it all leads to the point of he does control the rats and he has been hearing the rats, but didn't know how to control that in his head. So, okay, so let's bring that information back to the previous chapters. So then do you think he unconsciously could control the rats? I'm trying to think of that scene back in the home where the bodies wouldn't be touched by the rats. And then also right after, where like once they figured out the elixir, all the rats backed off. Was that Hugo? Like, I think and Hugo wasn't even be. there though. He wasn't because even we there. talked about that. We yes. talked about how he has like connections and feelings towards certain people, and that's why the rats wouldn't attack those people. So it's like a subconscious so maybe it was subconscious. Thing. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Cool. Arthur and I tracked you down, but you disappeared for three days, Amicia. And that brings us to chapter 15, Remembrance. Back at the castle, Amicia, Melly, Lucas, Arthur, and Roderick escape the rats who have only gotten stronger and have taken over. But they almost immediately get stopped by Lord Nicholas, who instructs Hugo to kill Amicia. Arthur is killed in this fight, and the team does a team huddle after Nicholas is killed, and they plan on taking their revenge. In this chapter, we get one of the only boss battles in this game as well, in which we must use the rats to kill Lord Nicholas, all while extinguishing his flaming sword and armor. I was so scared at the beginning of this chapter when he's telling Hugo, like, kill Amicia. And, like, Hugo's standing there, like, dead eyes. He's always been that way, though. He's always been that way. That kid has no emotion. We're just highlighting it, okay? So scary. I don't, I didn't trust that kid. When he showed up, and the thing is, he had this fancy new outfit and everything, too. Like, he's been pampered this entire month. (laughs) And he comes in, this little protege. I really do think, though, it was kind of a bad move to just bring Lord Nicholas 
and Hugo. Don't you think that was weird that they only brought those two uh, to the castle in order to kill Amicia? I would have brought a lot of backup, but it was just these two. I think we've established that the Inquisition's not very smart. So no. I don't think they like strategically planned their attacks. This was supposed to be a big moment for them, and I feel like because of the poor planning, um, mm. it just went terribly awry. So, yeah, I think whoever's in charge of organizing these events should reconsider yeah. their job. You are no longer any use to me. I was expecting a boss fight at the end of the game. I was waiting for, like, the big killing everyone and, you know, ending the game. But... You said earlier about switching between different items quickly on a time limit. We've never had to do that. We've had so many options of like ways to kill people that we haven't had to do that. Whereas this is you need a very specific item at a very specific time. And I didn't know all the like shortcuts to get to certain things faster than like going on the wheel. So I had to figure that out and actually teach myself in the boss fight how to switch quickly, which I think I was not prepared for at all, which I hated, but also liked because it added something different. So I'm very torn here. I was not prepared, but it was still fun, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't prepared either. The same way, like we've never had so much time pressure applied to a portion of the game where you needed to switch between uh, different pieces. I mean... I think the worst case scenario would, previously was just that if you killed a guard, you had to make sure you killed the people around them before they showed up and they're like, oh, body on the ground, what's this mean? So in this boss battle, Nicholas is a very intimidating figure and I think they did a great job building up kind of that mystery around him and the fear of him. He killed our parents. He's always kind of lumbering around. He's a very scary figure. And him threatening you through that entire segment having to stealth around him and the nervousness I felt like switching between the controls made this near impossible. I think I died a dozen times at least probably so much more because of my fear because of like the, the, the switching and because of like the order of things. Like we mentioned, you can't do certain things if he's looking at you and you have to do them within a certain time limit. It was a stressful boss fight. Hugo, are you ready? Yes. The rats are here. All right, we've reached the final fight in Chapter 16, Coronation. After fighting our way through guards using Hugo's new rat-controlling power, we make our way through a war-torn city in order to reach the cathedral. It's here we must now face and kill super-powered Vitalis. Not old man Vitalis. Overly powered with rats. Super sane Vitalis. At this point in the game, rat formations, cyclones, giant arms swinging down upon you coming out of a hole to take you back down all those formations it just it didn't surprise me i'm like yep that checks out we're, we're here we're and in that's, it that's another prediction we made last week check that off the list that happened oh yeah you're kevin right. predicted rat formation you're right but you God. kevin you also said rat voltron and i did not i was so disappointed to not get a rat voltron can we find a moral like gray area here? Because like he was standing in the middle of it, like <laughs> okay. he was just a giant like inflatable man with his yeah. arm just coming down. In the beginning, like I was super okay with most of the battles. What made it super interesting because you kind of just had to time it. Like the rat pillar would fall, make sure you're not standing in front of it, and then they kind of had the rat sinkhole, make sure you're not standing on it. Um, but I think it was only until that third wave. Uh, where like 
oh, I have to make sure that I have black rats to stand on because if I'm standing on white rats, I get consumed. But for most yeah. of it, I thought it was pretty good. What do you guys think? I don't know. I actually really struggled with this. I died a lot. Um, and I don't think it was like the timing issue because I could figure out how to move, but it was always one thing that would mess me up. It would either be I would block myself in with white rats and I'd be in like a corner or I would end up pushing the white rats into the middle lane. And if they're in the middle, um, Hugo can't bring his tornado through. He's like, Amicia, you have to keep him out of the middle. Or he would drop like a fire and I wouldn't extinguish it in time. And then mm -hmm. Hugo would come forward and like, no, I can't go by the fire. And then you have to start over. So I struggled with it, but I, I liked it. It was easier than the Nicholas thing, I think, because the timing was simple. Because every time Hugo says, Amicia, move, you just move. The battlefield was kind of laid out like a half circle. So what I did was I went completely to one side and just let the rats fall right there. And then I moved a little closer to the middle, let the rats fall again whenever he does the sinkhole. So I kind of kept it to like rats per side, like one half. But there were times, much like what you said, Nina, I did block myself in. But then when the rat cyclones were coming in, there'd be more behind me. And I wouldn't even keep track of that. Like, there's no way to know what's behind oh. you. So mm. every time I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. It's like, no, rat cyclone just comes and eats me. And I'm then I'm done. Game over. I agree. I feel like on the surface, like I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is very approachable. This is very doable. But it was a series of trial and error situations where I had to realize like, oh, I can't stand on the water rats. Or like, oh, I'm just standing there very happily and a cyclone just takes me out from behind that I can't even mm -hmm. see. Or like, oh, I didn't get the fire out in time. And, and, you know, just a bunch of trial and error because in the beginning, I didn't even know I had to clear out the middle for, for mm -hmm. Hugo. You don't know it until he says it. So it's a bit... I could see it like on the surface doable, but it takes a few times to, of dying before you kind of get the rhythm of the boss battle. Calm down. It's over. The way the chapter 16 ends. Oh, yes. That is I huge. hate it. Hate it too, because I was I like, you, you're going to roll credits after that? Blunt. Blunt. Uh, they're, they're like having. Okay, Vitalis is defeated. He's staring at Hugo, who's hugging Amicia. And. Vitalis is looking at Hugo and Hugo's looking at Vitalis and it keeps cutting back and forth like they're having a conversation like oh. telepathically and then credits just roll. They should have done it after the epilogue. Like it, it was just so much better the way they set it up later. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like we just went through this giant battle. You got to let that breathe for a little mm -hmm. bit. Like we didn't even see their mother getting like carried oh, no. down from the cage like at all they're just like yeah we'll get to that later on where's our feel-good moment mm -hmm. yeah which like we do hug. get in the epilogue but still i don't like the way this ends because it seems like something bad is still gonna happen like i didn't get that sigh of relief mm. after the battle because they have like the sinister like eye contact i'm like oh my gosh are you transferring your soul into hugo's body <laughs> or something like what is happening St. John's what? The Hawthorn, all of it. Let's go. The nightmare is finally over, and Amicia and Hugo get to have their riding off in the sunset moment with Lucas and Beatrice. So we kind of start off, and we're back in the village, and it's beautiful out. It's only been three days since the rat stopped coming up, which is apparently enough time to plan an entire fair. I know. Um, they, like, really pulled that town back together in three days. <laughs> they did. That's so impressive. Where were you during this whole, like, past 
six months. Why didn't you help? They're all hiding. They're like, nah, <laughs> this ain't for us. We're all about parties. Yeah. But yeah, and we're not Private even invited parties. to the fair either, yeah. which, which is, is rude. rude. I know, it's very rude. Um, and you can kind of see inside of it a little bit too, which mm-hmm. just makes it so much worse. And when they rejected us from the fair, I'm like, oh, I get it. We're going to sneak in the fair because I see a ladder. So let's just sneak in the fair because we deserve it. But the game's like, no, actually, really, just like f off. You're not in, you're not going to this fair. The game also kind of ends how it started. You know, we're walking with Hugo through this town. But did you guys go off to the right and play that little mini game that they had set up? Yeah. Like, I made me think of the apples and the tree with the, with our father. You know, you win an apple and then mm-hmm. you go off and you're chasing after Hugo. It's like a, a nice little race. But then they drop the thing that Hugo, Amicia, and, like, basically the whole family are still wanted by powerful people. So, apparently, this runs deeper than the Grand Inquisitor. I mean, it's kind of a given, but I want to know who this person is or who this group of people are. And what this means moving forward, are the rats going to come back? Will they just kind of, like, disappear? It's all kind of up in the air now. A fly! Your own sister! Oh, such a slur requires punishment. <laughs> so, we all anticipated it. The whole game shot up to a 5 out of 5 for me, with this ending specifically. Stakes were heightened with character deaths and boss fights, and then it just wrapped up so nicely with Hugo and Amicia finally getting to just be kids. So, this makes me so happy because I've been invested the entire time, so the payoff was perfect for me. 5 out of 5. Play this game. I think everyone should at least give it a try. It's so fun. I don't know if everybody can stomach this game because there's mm-hmm. a lot of like sadness and gore and tragedy behind it. But either way, it's the most one of the most cinematic and beautiful like short games I've played. Um, I think the pacing is unmatchable. They give you enough room to care about the characters that you're with. They give you enough room to breathe and enjoy those moments between the tragedy. And then to top it off with the ending they gave it, this very sincere kind of bond that formed between these two siblings um, has made me tear up. It's just a beautiful game from start to an end. Um, five out of five, uh, 100%, I highly recommend if you can stomach the more <laughs> bloody and gory parts of it. There's just a few parts of gore, nothing too, <laughs> no, it's, it's very bad. But yeah, like the development of the bonds between brother and sister, between everybody the whole gang whether they died or whether they survived it was something that really just you were able to absorb this whole time also too we brought up the fact that this game makes you feel different emotions at all different times you're stressed you're panicked you're relieved but then they give and take here the combat is something to get used to as time goes on but once you get the hang of using the sling and all your other items you're good to go I'm going to give this the 5 out of 5 it deserves. It's a nice game to get into whenever you just don't have anything going on. And, of course, with the sequel coming up, it's there really isn't a better time to play this game. All wow. 5 out of 5. That's crazy. All 5 out of 5. Like, yeah. how rare is that? I, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. Honestly. Three people with three different play styles thought it was 5 out of 5. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Let us know what other games you'd like to see on the show. Maybe we'll pick yours to do soon. But I had a blast with the Plague Tale with you guys. Make sure to answer our question of the week. What was your most impactful character death? Also, don't forget you can join our Discord to chat with us some more about the games we play as well. All right. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye.